Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. Alex Ovechkin to be honored tonight before a game with Columbus. Looking to the future after a tough regular season, and Tarek El-Bashir will join us with 11 games to go. Good morning, everybody. Today is Tuesday, March 21st. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way in a Capital One arena. It has been a long time, but we are back today here on the show as the Capitals welcome Columbus to 7th and F tonight downtown. My apologies for being gone for so long. As many of you know, my brother passed away on February 24th. He was the pilot of a medical transport flight that crashed near Reno, Nevada with five people aboard. At some point, perhaps after the season comes to an end, and I also have a little more time to gather my thoughts I'd like to tell you more about him and what these last few weeks have been like. For now, I would just like to say I am eternally grateful for all of you, the team, and Monumental Sports and Entertainment for being so incredibly supportive these last few weeks. Special thanks to Sergei Kacharov, Rob Tillotson, Grady Wittenberg, Zach Fish, Joe Bean Locker, and of course Ken Ben, Mike Callow, and Tim Parker for holding everything together while I was gone. Their efforts and your kindness to me and my family is what kept me going through some incredibly dark and painful days, and I will never forget what you did for me and my family. As I get my legs back underneath me here, and Ben's going to be back with me tomorrow to break down the Columbus game, I caught up with Tarek El-Bashir yesterday at the practice rink to catch up on the stuff we missed while I was gone and what is to come in the final days of the regular season, both with the Caps and throughout the Eastern Conference. Well, Tarek, it's been a while. It's really good to see you. The team, as we get down to the final few weeks of the season here, obviously this hasn't gone as well as the Caps would like. And if not mathematically, realistic hopes have kind of been extinguished here. But now as you're looking at some things down the stretch to talk about, this team still has some things to play for. Pride on the front of the jersey, playing for next year. What do you want to do? What are you looking at here over the course of the last two or three weeks of this regular season? You're right. I mean, as long as there's games being played, there are players being evaluated. There are coaches being evaluated. There are things that are important to the people in the corner office. So maybe the math is is terrible. I mean, I I looked at moneypuck.com this morning. I think the playoff chances are down to 0.8. What also stinks, going off on a tangent here, is their chances of getting Connor Bedard are also like 1.4. So they're kind of stuck in that mushy middle. But but that's what happens when you are a contending team for years and you're moving prospects and and picks and other things to try to keep that window open. But, But exactly what you said, there are things being evaluated here. The big question for me is what's going to happen with Coach Peter Laviolette? You know, he doesn't have a contract, to my knowledge, for next year. You know, he's playing to win. He needs a contract for next year as far as I know. Whether it's here or elsewhere, he wants to win. Alex Ovechkin wants to score goals. He has missed some time. He wants to keep inching closer to Wayne Gretzky. Veteran players, there's probably a a segment of of the fan base out there that is like, well, how come Craig Smith is playing ahead of so-and-so? Why is Matt Irwin playing ahead of so-and-so? 
this is a veteran-laden team. They do not care all that much about prospect development. They want to win hockey games. They want to score goals. They want to add to their stats. So, you know, this is not a team that's that's entering a rebuild where you can go, yeah, you know what, just sit Darcy Kemper and, and these guys. You know, John Carlson wants to come back and show himself that he's, he's still got it, that he can do this. So he can go into the offseason with some momentum and feeling good about himself. So th- there are some things that are important to individuals and, like I said, to general manager Brian McClellan as he's evaluating, you know, what are those next steps? You and I haven't had a chance to chat since the trade deadline and the highest of marks really from media everywhere on the job that Brian McClellan did. When you realize that you do not have the right horses to run with because of injuries to Carlson, and everything that happened in the first half, it is not an easy thing to say, look, this isn't going to happen this year. And that's basically what happened. But you get out in front of it and you, even in advance of the trade deadline, which I thought was the key to all of it, you didn't wait till the last minute. You took the best deals, usually are the first deals, get the most picks, maximize your expiring contracts, and get ready to pivot toward an immediate turnaround you hope next season and I don't know that he could have done it any better than he did. In The Athletic, I I gave him a B-plus, if I remember correctly. I do think he did an outstanding job. I mean, getting to the front of the line with the Boston Bruins and getting that first-round pick that he then flipped for Rasmus Sandin, you know, if he had sat around for another 48 hours and sat on Dimitri Orloff, maybe he doesn't get that first-round pick and then he'd be getting killed for that. So, you know, he acted very decisively there and and you're right, it's a hard decision for a manager to know that he's got a team with Alex Ovechkin and I'm I'm punting on the season, guys. But it it was the right decision. This team, as currently constructed with the injuries, let's say you sneak into the playoffs, great. You get, you know, you're going to get hammered by Boston in the first round. This team doesn't need the experience of a playoff push. They don't need the experience of a first round. They've all been through it. They've, many of these guys have won a Stanley Cup. They need to be put in a position where they can reload and then actually have a chance to win a championship in the near term. You know, these guys aren't getting any younger. The core players aren't going anywhere. McClellan correctly and, and like I said, decisively identified this was not the year. Let me go get some picks and, and you know, get Rasmus Sandin and what he's going to do is he's going to, in my opinion, he's probably going to aggressively pursue the parts that he needs. And he's now got a lot of picks that he had traded away in previous years. He's got those picks back. He can now dangle those in trade talks as he tries to reload here on the fly. I want to ask you about Alexander Alexiev. He spent so much time in this season on the big league roster, but kind of in mothballs because he wasn't being used just a practice player. And now not only getting the chance to play, but getting the chance to play a lot and in different situations. I've been pretty impressed with what I've seen. Didn't get a point in Minnesota. Had a couple of points in each of the games before that. This is a player that you were hoping can step in like a Ferrari did a couple of years ago, and I kind of like what I've seen out of him. He was in mothballs because if you had tried to push him through waivers, he was 100% getting claimed by another team. First rounder, six foot four, a relatively high ceiling, just hadn't had the opportunity to play just yet. I think he has the potential to be, maybe not next year, but the year after that, a full-time 82-game defenseman in your, let's say in the four, five, six range, probably five, six, at least in terms of the people, you know, the people I've been talking to, that's kind of how he's viewed around the league, but he's got a little offensive upside. We, we saw that great assist he had the other day, cross ice pass to Faravari. I mean, that was great vision, you know, so he's got some two-way upside to his game. What the Capitals have to figure out here as they go down the stretch is where exactly does he fit into the plans? You know, is, is he your seven next year and you're kind of bring them in and 
play him 35, 40 games? Or has he shown you enough down the stretch where that's your number five or your number six and you don't need to spend any more money on defense? The guys you have right now, those are the guys you're going to roll with next year. Last one for you, and just big picture in the Eastern Conference. A lot has changed again since we chatted last, and with Carolina losing Andrei Svechnikov, suddenly the Rangers have gone crazy offensively after a little bit slow after the Patrick Kane deal. Boston continues to roll for the most part. Thoughts on the East as the Capitals very likely not going to be a part of the festivities, unfortunately, this spring, but there's a lot of exciting storylines to watch here that don't involve the Caps. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. To me, and look, every year you look at the team that wins the President's Trophy, you go, they're so much better than everyone else. How are they not win the Stanley Cup? And, and they almost never win the Stanley Cup, right? I think only eight times since the trophy uh, came into ex- existence, but... This year's Bruins team feels different. It feels different. They don't have an obvious weakness. They've got scoring. They've got good defense. They've got great goaltending. they got a good coach. Like, to me, it's their trophy to lose. But, again, it's a silly game played on ice. It's the most random of all the, the tournaments among the top four sports. So something crazy will happen. But I'm going to have every, every night that the Bruins are playing, I will be in front of a television watching. Good to get back in the saddle and chat hockey with Tarek at the rink yesterday. As Columbus comes to town tonight, the Capitals are looking to limit their goals against because it has been a rough stretch lately, giving up 19 goals in just the last four games. Washington enters play tonight having won just once in their last six games in which they have scored three or more goals. For a long time this season, it was getting to three goals that usually meant good news for the home team. Not so much lately. They'll try to get back on the winning side tonight at home against a Blue Jackets team dead last in the NHL with just 49 points. Right now, the front runner to get the number one overall pick in this year's draft, the Jackets are giving up tons of goals lately too. Columbus has allowed five or more in six of their last seven entering play tonight. It is Alex Ovechkin goal counter night at Capital One Arena. Alex going to be honored in pregame ceremonies for passing Gordie Howe for second all-time in NHL history earlier this season. Puck drop going to be right about 7-16 tonight. Make sure you're in your seats on time for this one. And finally, a quick contest note before we leave you this morning. If you're into the Caps and the great outdoors, Listen up. If you want a chance to sit down low for the last Capitals home game of the year and also go on a rafting trip of a lifetime, enter the Caps and West Virginia getaway sweepstakes for a chance to win two lower-level tickets to the last home game and an all-expense-paid rafting trip to New River Gorge National Park. You'll also get an autographed player item and some team merchandise. All you got to do, it's free to enter. Just go to washcaps.com slash West Virginia. Almost heaven for one lucky Caps fan. It's the Capitals and the Columbus Blue Jackets tonight at 7. Airtime will be at 6.45 on 106.7 The Fan and Caps Radio 24-7. Heard at CapsRadio247.com. Have a great game day Tuesday, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.